the power of walking away from a man, how to let him go. Ladies, in this video, you will discover how to do sometimes what feels like the unthinkable and walk away, have the inner strength, have the inner confidence, and of course, also resist that temptation to go back. Hey, I'm Antje Boyd, founder and creator of the Magnetize Your Man Method. And look, this is the channel where we magnetize your man so that the man you want, desires, and hello pursues you forever, right? Like even after 25 years, 50 years. So if you like this video, comment, share, subscribe for more juicy trainings and videos coming your way that help you to attract that right man for you. And also listen until the very end for a surprising added bonus that is really going to be powerful in the whole process of really letting go of a man that is no longer good for you, right? So this is why we usually walk away. There is like not an alignment in values, right? There is abuse going on. There is inconsistency. Your needs are simply not being met. So there are many reasons why you walk away. So let me help you. Let me provide a map for you how to walk out of it. <clears throat> Number five is the reality check. So what we actually see in research is that we, when we think about a man that we are attached to, what happens is we just think about the positive, right? We just think about what this guy did for us, uh, the beautiful moments you had with him, right? The sweet nothings he whispered in your ear, right? Like how he made you feel. And interestingly enough, so this is like generalized, right? Like this is what's always happening. And then what the brain does is deletes all the times when you were sitting by the phone and he wasn't answering, when he broke his word, when he was slightly disrespectful to you, potentially offensive, when you felt this, when you just had this gut instinct, like something is like a little off, like something's not quite like, something's not working, right? And you like ignored it, right? So you actually distort like when, when there were really like warning signs and maybe even mistook that for excitement. Maybe there was already like something how you met each other and it wasn't actually like really fit, but you're like, you know what? Like, let's just see how things go. And, you know, yeah, he's still kind of seeing his ex or, you know, oh, he's still, you know, emotionally unavailable and all the things or he's still like in, in therapy, um, you know, drug addict, rehab, whatever it is, right? Um, but you know, it'll, it'll be great, right? It'll be great. We'll, we'll make a great couple. Soulmate is almost always figuring it out. So first step is reality check. Like I want you to actually really write down all the things. And if you don't remember them, ask your friends because I guarantee you either they have observed it or they have actually heard you complain about it or be sad about it or be disappointed about it, right? So write that down as well so you're actually on neutral ground when it comes to starting the disconnection process. Now, now we want to move into something more, quote-unquote, energetic slash visual, right? So I always like to give you some tools that are external, that are practical, you can do right away, and also some internal mindset tools. Now, cutting cords, 
what happens is when we get attached to a man, I want you to imagine, see, we have this umbilical cord when we are baby, right? And so you want to imagine as if they're like little umbilical cords of attachment, by the way, this is how attachment forms, right? Actually, uh, is connected to basically almost like his navel, right? So you're kind of sharing an umbilical cord. And what happens is his energy, so to say, is anchored. You think about him more, right? You feel more his feelings, right? You maybe even sexually more like acting based on his agenda versus like, wait, what were, what were my sexual desires? Like, I don't even remember anymore, right? So there's like sort of like this feeling of losing yourself, right? Disconnecting. So what you want to do is like really visualize like a sword, right? Like, like, uh, like a machete. And I want you to really cut that cord and you can cut that cord at your, at your throat. Did he take your voice away? Right. Was he saying, oh, what you say doesn't really matter. Right. Or was it like something in your gut, like your power, your power of self, your willpower? Or was it something in your heart? You know, was it like, you know, um, like, like, like maybe you were too compassionate with him, but not really compassionate with yourself. So whatever it is sexually, right? Like whatever it is mentally, um, did you play mind games? All those things, cut those cords, like visualize it, cutting the cords. And you may have to do that several times. Now to support you with that, number three is do family entanglement work along with that. Now this is one thing that I obviously coach my clients on. Because I've been um, training in this for like nine years now. And family entanglement essentially says, right? So whatever you disconnect in your man, it's actually not from your man, right? So let's say you were always giving your power away, you know, and you felt hopeless and powerless. That didn't just happen with your man. That happened not even just in your childhood. That may have even happened with your mom, with your mom's mom, right? So for example, I had a client and she always just is like, she's making herself invisible somehow, right? She's like invisible. She's like just not finishing something. When she sends me a screenshot of messages from online dating profile, I'm like, well, I would have not known that you actually went on a second date. So, and then of course, as we were starting to do some family entanglement work, we figured out the mom also made herself invisible by gaining weight, right? Like, and the grandma also made herself invisible by working hard, just being in the house and then by being out. So we want to really do some family entanglement work and really go to the root of this. Now, while it's that, for one, it's actually going to help if you know it's not about the sky, but it's actually, right? So you don't want to look at the fruit, which is like sort of the guy, the relationship you have with him right now, but you actually want to go to the root, not the fruit, but the root, right? And the root is like lineages, right? We actually have proven research with rats, you know? So I'm not, this is not like a fair, pie in the sky fairy tale, right? This is research based on rats where like ancestors got shocked, you know, when they were drinking water or when they were drinking a certain thing, right? And then even though the next generation wasn't shocked anymore, they would still like sort of be scared that there would be you know, shocked, even though they were not shocked. And so we proved there's something called cellular memory. And so that's what happens with family entanglement work. So do that. If you don't know how to do that, reach out to me and um, we can chat about it. So leave me a comment below as well. Then, of course, number two, grief. Girlfriend, 
I'm not, I'm not asking you to do something extremely hard, right? I mean, it really depends on how long you've been together with him. However, it doesn't always matter because it really depends on how much future visions, anticipations you have created in your head, in your mind, in your soul with him, right? And then if that's like so convoluted and so much, it's so hard. And when I say, you know, I'm helping you to walk out of a relationship, it literally feels like a part of you is dying. Now, what you want to do when you really go through a death process, I call it actually the death of the ego, letting the hope die. What I recommend is because it is actually similar to literally losing someone is going through the grief process, like going through the denial, going through the rage, the anger, right? Like all, all the things, right? You want to go through all the different emotions. And there's lots of material on that also online. If you just type in uh, grief process, right? Grief steps. Um, if not, leave me um, a comment below in the comment section and I'll link something for you as well. But you want to really grieve because that will actually help you to stay connected and to open your heart again in the next relationship. What you don't want to do is cut this guy off and then also with that, close your heart. Because when you close your heart, what's going to start happening, I see some women all the time that come to me, is they actually attract men into their life that then also have a closed heart. So whether they have a closed heart because they're workaholics, right? Because they thought they're only worthy when they produce or they're still hung up on their ex-girlfriend um, or they're, you know, all the things, right? Like they're just scared of intimacy and closeness because they have a dismissive avoidant attachment styles. Um, they were ignored when they were kids by their parents because there was something called the cry out method. So many reasons for that, right? But the point is, if you don't go through your grieving process, when you release a person, then the chances are that you're actually cutting yourself out emotionally as well. Or you carry some of the emotional weight baggage, right, um, into the next relationship. And that, of course, is not going to be helpful as well because you're not going to actually see who that man really is, but you will project onto him all your fears. Number one is go no contact. And girlfriend, when I say go no contact, I mean no contact, right? So I want you to delete his phone number. I want you to block his phone number because what can happen is that you hope, well, then maybe he still is going to text me. No, well, if you block him, you literally, he can't come into your awareness because as soon as he gets into your awareness, there's an anchor again, right? There's an activation in your nervous system again. There's like a visceral response again that then, of course, activates all the storyline again and the wishful thinking and you reattach and all the work that you've done up until this point just is for nothing. So I don't want this to happen to you. So go no contact. Ask your girlfriends, right? Like, hey, can I call you when I'm going to call him? And if you have his phone number memorized, you know what I mean? Uh, just like, t like be accountable. Like ask some girlfriend, ask some friends, family members, whoever it is. Go no contact. Also avoid any areas. Any, any ways where you have potentially met any songs, you know what I mean? Like don't play all songs that you remind you of him. Now, it research really shows, right? When we go through the senses, so that would be auditory. You're actually activating the unconscious. You don't want to do that. We don't want to anchor more in the unconscious. We don't want to stir up more. We want to release on the unconscious that it almost feels effortless 
to let that man go, right? So I want you to immediately change the station when that song comes up, right? Or grieve through, but not like visualizing over and over. I'd rather have you change the station. Here's why. So what you don't want to do, what I always teach my women, is when you move through an emotion, you don't want to connect the emotion to a story. You don't even want to connect the emotion to an image because that goes into your unconscious. And what happens is you continue to rotate in that same pattern, right? That's why people grieve for months and years and all the things. I want you to simply focus on the emotion. So maybe turn off the radio, like don't even put in a new song, right? And then just like grieve, cry it out, right? But don't connect it to a story or to an image, right? So go no contact. And if you need um, if you need any more support with that, like again, pop that in the comment section and let's help each other out. So before we go into the bonus tip that I have for you that you definitely want to know, like my question for you is, what helped you to let go of a man? Leave me the tips and tricks below. Like there's many different roads that lead to Rome. So let us know. All right. And last is tension management. So what's going to start happening is there's going to be this tension inside of yourself, right? And there is this like, what could have happened if? And what happens is we want to feed that what could have happened if sometimes, um, but, you know what I mean, checking his Instagram, by the way, like delete his Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, uh, you know, TikTok, like all the things, you know what I mean? Like just literally girlfriend, do yourself a favor. Just get this guy out, you know what I mean? Clothes, like any memories you have of him, uh, give it away, send it back or just burn it, you know what I mean? Photos, burn it. Um, but tension management really means like you're expecting that there is going to be tension, that there is going to be temptation. But what you want to do is what can I do instead with the tension instead of acting from it, right? Because when you act from it, like then you're just back in the same pattern, usually the same pattern that also either your mom or your dad or maybe the next um, lineage over has actually played out, right? So, but if you're able to manage the tension, eventually you'll be able to let go of him. Again, if you have questions on that, need more information, pop that in the comment section too. Let's talk about it. Now, if you want to discover after all of this, a powerful psychological trigger on how to make any man desire you, then hop on over to triggersdesire.com. Link is also in the description and comments below. And if you haven't done so already, surprise, surprise, when a man deeply loves you, he'll start saying these five things. Lots of love to you, ladies. And I will talk to you in the next video. Bye-bye.